This is Ground Control to Major Kitty. Hey, everybody. Today is the day we talk about nonsense. Oh, my. My spine just cracked. Oh, isn't that good? Oh, I didn't even have That's to twist. That's my favorite. You didn't have to put your seatbelt on. When uh, Sean turns to put a seatbelt on the car, his back sometimes goes... It doesn't do it in this car. It oh, did it in the old one. It's maybe the way you're seated. Yeah. Or lean sometimes... Back. A, lean back. A lean back. Do the rock away. We danced a lot to that this last weekend, which is why my voice is so hoarse, because I like to shout talk to people over loud music while i shake them down i had to pretend i understood half the conversations but the, you i know, worried about you that way well it's loud mm-hmm. and so there's certain frequencies like anything in a crowd yeah you know, sean and, has a real hard time when there's like background noise yeah so but it was fine it was good i made a lot of eye contact a lot of nodding and oh. smiling <gasps> and then i caught someone else doing it everybody does it yes. we're all getting older people yeah. if you like loud music your hearing is but then there yeah. was comfort because uh, this person who also was doing this trick. Oh, was that Louis? No. I forget his name. Anyways, he was also doing the same thing. And so I think he caught on that I was doing that. And then we both kind of knew. And so we just stood in silence. Together. Because you're like, we both don't understand what's happening. When they're shared, you know experience Mm -hmm. welcome back to another episode of opinions that don't matter i'm katie i'm sean and we're fresh from houston we are h town h to the izzo um it was a lot of fun as you can tell my voice is still a little hoarse i don't know it's not crazily noticeable but i notice it what's the deal with how people drive in houston terrible so californians get a bad rep for saying that they drive terribly we don't i mean we don't drive great but we don't drive as bad as people in Texas and even more so people in Houston. You're a Texan now, Katie. So I am. you can't say we. I can as long as I say I can. I guess. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I did scary. not feel comfortable on we the road We just like there. went slow off to the side. Like, like the old people old had people. my turn signal we're on. Like, beep, beep. We're like, oh. yeah. And the roads, I learned this because one of my Lyft drivers I said, God, I said, we're out of Austin and your roads are fucking shit out here. And he goes, oh, it's because you guys are on limestone and we're on clay. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. He said they, they shift around here. So you notice the edges kind of lean. And he's right. The edges of the roads like. Hmm. I don't know. Also, it's a bigger city. It's yeah. a much larger city. It's like also, everyone races up on you and puts on their brakes real, real fast. So it's like a carpet, you know, where it bunches yeah, up. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Pretty interesting but the style music of driving. is better. They are really into Houston rap. But like old school rap. Dirty like South good rap. stuff. Yeah, the like Scarface. The brewery anomaly, I think, that we yeah. were at. The toilets were out, which was horrible. So we had to walk across. I called it the pilgrimage to the bathroom. But we had to walk across to this other, to Vinny's Pizza. And the place next door was always playing a good jam. Like one time it was no diggity. The next time it was like a Tupac jam. Like it was all the good stuff. It was like Missy Elliott. I was in hog heaven. Hmm. I was like, I think I'm just going to dance in the bathroom. Just, just dance. Anyway. There was also a, a venue, a bar yep. uh, that had a Ferris wheel inside of it. And it yep. wasn't a small Ferris it's wheel. called the carousel. Oh. Right? I don't know. I didn't go to I it. I think it said carousel on the sign. Even I though was, there's a Ferris wheel, there might have been a carousel also. I was drawn to it like a moth to a flame. You could have gone with Blair and them. Mm. They went over there. I was too tired. That Well, I'm not going to send you home by yourself. That's why I didn't. Uh... I do. I have to call you up publicly and shame you. Not really shame you. But we went, so went to this brewery and it was pizza and beer. It was after it was the rehearsal dinner. 
we're having a good time chitty chatting with everybody, but we ate pizza and salad and then drank beer. And then it was like midnight. So we ate at, let's say, 730, eight o'clock and around midnight or 1 a.m. We were going to get ready to go home. And I was like, I'm hungry again because that's what happens to me every three to four hours. You guys know the drill. So I'm like, I'm going to walk back across to Vinny's and get us a couple, get myself a couple slices of cheese pizza. And I said, Sean, do you want any pizza? And you were like, absolutely not. I go, I get two slices. He says, absolutely not. What happens when we get back to the hotel? I was hungry. <laughs> he ate the other slice. It's okay. But it's just funny because when I was doing this, I said to Lauren, I said, I probably should just get like half a pizza because I'm pretty sure Sean's going to want some. I had pizza envy, but um, you were nice enough to share. I didn't so. even say anything about it. It just yeah. made me laugh because I was like, I knew I it. I didn't realize until, you know. I knew it. Yeah. But what a great time. Great wedding, great oh, people. And so I wish many, we were still there. So fun. My goodness. When people have friends, because I mean, I don't. We don't, don't have really have many. any friends. <laughs> we have work. You're my best friend. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, but yeah. What a group of people, gregarious. And, and uh, we heard wonderful speeches about both the bride and the groom and mm -hmm. people from all sorts of all different walks of life. And it was just refreshing. Even though I didn't get up and say anything, I kind of wanted to because Me too. In, in this time of where everyone is, you know, divided and, ugh, you know, like mm -hmm. there's always, it was so lovely to be at a party. I, cr I cried so much, you guys. I cried hardcore. And they they were like this unifying force, you know, these yeah. two, they, they just bring together all these people and it's joy and food and drink. And we had so much fun. Boy, do I ever miss a good party? And these mm -hmm. are, they're sophisticated people. And so, but they're sophisticated and also like to shake them down. Yeah, like yeah, then yeah. we dance. Yeah. It's like my, the best of both worlds. Cause I get to get dressed up, which I love. And then I get to listen to old school, dirty rap and shake them down. Never been more excited in my life. It was fun. There are people. They already were like, at the wedding, the night of the wedding, Meredith was like, so I felt like this was like the climax, like we've been working towards this. And now I'm worried we're not going to see you guys for a while. So when can you come back? Oh, that's And nice I was to like, hear. tomorrow, we'll stay. I was told to get, get out of here. You were not. She said, you guys, she oh. didn't say Katie. She yeah. said, I'm afraid we're not going to see you two again. I said, oh, no, keep us said, away. Don't come back here, Yankee. <laughs> and if I ever do, mm -hmm. I'll bring more money because all she wants to do is dance. All she wants to do is dance. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to work that into it. I, I do just love to dance. Yeah, and it's good. It was fun. Well, I hope wherever you were this past weekend that you had a good time and that you connected with friends and, mm -hmm. um, you know. It's it so good. Recharged it's my batteries. Yeah, it feels good. And from now on, yep. I'm changing gears. Oh. I want like to be. Like on a 12-speed bicycle, you're going from what gear to what gear? I'm going from first to like fifth. Oh, we're so climbing. we're picking up some speed. Or climbing. No, you would go the other way. Oh, is it fifth to first? Oh, yeah. yeah down you, is, the yeah, lower is more. So we're going chain. from fifth to first. So we're picking. Oh, okay. We're climbing. We're climbing. So you need. Yeah. Okay. Well, not climbing too hard because then you want it to be like this. Okay. Is anybody else mountain bike? Nobody? Okay. Anyways, it's lost on them. We're changing gears. I want to be known now, from now on, here on out, as the eradicator. The eradicator. The eradicator. Because... We had, so we're not um, green thumb people. We we don't pull weeds or... Dedo verde. <laughs> a dedo? Dedo is your thumb. Is that? Verde. I don't know. I don't know. Th Dr. Thumb. Green thumb? I, verde is green. You were correct. Yeah. I just didn't know dedo was... I know that thumb. from Cypress Hill because I too listened to uh. rap and they did a, an album all in Spanish. We listened to Wu-Tang and it was, it was so good. Anyway, Eradicator. 
So Sean and I do not have said green thumbs. And we have had people come to try to help us understand because the people that own this house before us were very much into gardening. And our goal was just don't kill it. So we've had people buy to help with the mulch and what do we do? And this shrub that has been here clearly for a long time is dead. I was a little insulted though when um, the the people who came by to help me put training wheels on my wheelbarrow. I was like, dude, I don't need training wheels on the wheelbarrow. I know how to use a wheelbarrow. I can you know? barrel with the best of the wheelbarrowers. That's right. Totally. So anyway. Isn't that a, a cheerleading move of wheelbarrow? And she like picked the person up by their feet and they kind of run on their hands. I don't think they do that in cheerleading. It's not the most attractive. I think you can do like a race like that. The wheelbarrow race. Basket yeah. toss. Like you do three legged. That is a cheerleading. And here they go from the wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow to a basket toss. Huh? That would be crazy. <sighs> the evolution of a sport, you know? Evolution of dance dance. Anyway, so we've killed some things. RIP, our plants. But recently our tomato plants, my mom so lovingly planted and grew like fucking like weeds i kept having to cut them back and i asked my mom she's like yeah you have to cut them back or they like get all over the place and ours got all over the place it was and, how tall did they get like oh my eight God. feet twice now you've cut them back i've cut they, them back a ton and it's they don't even get eight feet because they can't, they would be they were like swear to god like 10 feet long because they were long and then those vines would come down and they would intertwine with the plant next to them and, and your so, mom got them at home depot and when mm-hmm. she came back she was like uh, there was a really nice person who helped me uh, pick out the uh, the seeds, and his name was Jack. No, and uh, it wasn't the magic beans, Sean. <laughs> yeah. No, makes it sound like that with the vines. Though right. I was like, "Where is he going?" I got it. I got on board. Um, but anyway, they grew like crazy, and they gave us maybe like I don't know. Well, we had tons. Of, they were tiny. My mom got three sizes, so the really small ones, cherry tomatoes, then uh, a little bit larger, like a on the vine. No, no. No, no okay. then the celebrity, which are like the bigger ones. Those ones get sunglasses, which is pretty cool. They were so fancy. And they said no paparazzi. Yeah. So anyway, we had the, and then also she got a jalapeno plant, which is super happy. Meanwhile, our tomato plants got something. They got sick. And I told, asked my mom about it. And she was like, you'd have to look it up, sis. I'm not sure. But I just try to keep those things alive until they gave me the tomatoes and then just take them out. Well, I had to rip one out because it was just sick. And then I realized all of them are sick. Cause they're so connected. So I spent probably an hour yesterday just trying to figure out what to keep, what to cut. I think the jalapeno uh, poisoned them. I think that's what he, he was being choked for sun. Maybe. And that's why it got so tall. He got so tall. It's like a six foot tall jalapeno. Now pipe. he's on, I put him inside the cage that we had for the tomatoes, the one that I ripped out. But anyway, I trimmed them back to like not much and we'll see if they survive. If not, we'll just rip them out. But when in doing that, then I had to, uh, you know, put everything in the garbage and then I was watering. And I realized at the front of our house, we had an invasive something. And I had seen it when it got really cold. It did not wilt like the rest of the things. It didn't have a hard time. It was like, eh. and I was like, wow, we have a plant that's like, and at this point it was like maybe three or four shoots of this like kind of flower thing. It was like green flower or green leaves with a little white flower out the middle. Mm. If anybody is a horticulturist, is that the thing? If anybody knows what this is. Anyway, I don't know where it came from, but homeboy spread throughout our whole front flower bed and killed one of our pretty shrubs. And so what did you do today, Katie? I eradicated it. That's right. You exacted revenge. I waited till it was hot because the mosquitoes are 
a plenty, put on my long sleeve shirt and my garden gloves and my, I had my yoga pants on and I put tall socks on, mm. put my sun hat on, put the picker ridden on. Thanks Raymond. And I went out. I think it was pretty quick. I was in and out. They pull out really easily, but they do have a huge root system. And so some of them would rip off and I was like, they'll probably try to come back. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on that area. But man, they were trying to strangle out another one. I think because they get into their root system and like suck all the water out. And I was like, you motherfuckers better get gone. Get, I said, get. And then I threw them in the garbage. So I appreciate it. Well, it would, become, it would take over everything. Right. You should have seen it. And when I pull out one, they like it had little runners and the, all the mulch. I might have to smooth out the mulch a little. I saw a great invention on internet. Uh, on internet. On the internet. <laughs> I saw a great invention on the internet. On internet. Uh, no, on Instagram, I saw a great invention and it's how to propagate another uh, tree or plant. Oh, okay. so imagine if you will, a sphere I'm imagining with a hinge at the bottom. So a ball with a, uh-huh. and then uh, at the top is kind of, almost like a, if you were throwing um, a bomb, you know, like a round little black bomb, like a cartoon one with a top. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. it's, yeah. And at the bottom of it, there's a hole. No. Uh, yes. Sorry. There. <laughs> Um, no, there isn't. Yes, there is. Okay. So at the bottom and top, sorry, I had to remember, I just, I know what the the device does. So explain it to us. You, uh, you cut the, the, the tree branch Mm -hmm. or the plant branch, and then you, uh, put dirt in this ball in this Mm -hmm. sphere, and then you clamshell it closed. So now the shoot is, or not the shoot, but the branch is going through the bottom Yep. inside of the ball, there's dirt. Yes. And then coming out of the top is the rest of the branch. Okay. Okay. So you do that. And then like six weeks later. It'll be a root ball. Yep. There's a root ball. It propagates oh, from that. It's so cool. And then you just, you saw it off right underneath the, uh, the, the bottom of the bomb or not bomb, but the ball. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a, uh, and I was thinking, cause they were like, it's good for Japanese maples. I'm like, maybe. We have some Japanese maples and the one at the front. I should water it again today because it's yeah. just, it's, it's too hot. We have another heat wave coming through. Yeah. So what a cool device though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm doing a horrible job of pitching it and explaining it. I'll never do well on Shark Tank, but, um, <laughs> so there's a bomb. Go on. What? You want us to invest in your bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But also it's a plant bomb. <laughs> right. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, that's cool. But anyway, yeah. so we, I eradicated for the most part that weed. Thank you. Still don't know what it was. Also had to eradicate some of our tomato plant. Yeah. It's just, uh, you're, you're maintaining the garden at this point. I'm doing my best. I had to pull some weeds too over there. looks like we're going to have a big bounty of jalapenos though. I know. I'm excited. I felt bad because one, when I was trying to get it in that cage, it lost a little, um, just a little stem with leaves on it. And I'm like, he'll be, he'll be back. Plants like it when you chop off a little branch here and there. True. They're like, I want to fight for it. Check this out. I I want to fight for my right to produce jalapenos. Right, right. Uh, so I'm going to put this up on the screen. Okay. But um, here, read that. Okay. Isn't that wild? Elderly men escape nursing home to attend world biggest heavy metal festival. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, can you imagine? That'd be awesome. Sure. Not for me, but you go. I'll stay at our old folks home. You be free. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that'd yeah. be awesome to go see a heavy metal show when you're older. You know what I don't like the word, though, is it escapes. Like, why do they have to escape? I watched Grace and Frankie and they had to escape from their home too. Mm, and I'm true. like, I don't like that idea. All right. Well, maybe that wasn't a good one. Uh, here's another one that <laughs> okay. I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, then we'll probably get into the letters. Okay. Okay. Sounds right. good. So uh, here's another one. I'll put that up on the okay. screen. Just when I thought my pet was talented, this happened. Parrot trapped on roof keeps telling fire crew to fuck off. <laughs> he could fly away if he wanted to. Well, yeah, but they're trying to trying to get him off the yeah, roof. He's like, fuck he's off. He's like, fuck off. It's my house. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Also, that's probably one of the only phrases they've taught him. The parrot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I'd show you a couple of <laughs> things that were birds, in though. the news. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and we have uh, we got a gift from oh. our Floridian correspondent. I think it's North Florida correspondent, yes. technically. But Christy sent us an amazing gift. She said, "Hope this helps plan your trip one day." Guide to Florida, and she agreed. In Patreon, she told me, "I was correct. We should fly into Miami, spend time there, drive down the coast." into the keys it is a beautiful trip she said i think we go through kissimmee if i'm saying that right on our way no i think kissimmee is north of uh, oh is it north of miami oh yeah by quite a bit maybe i mean we flew into orlando when we went to kissimmee so orlando orlando and i don't really know i'd have to look at a map right i'm sure this has a map but i don't have time for it right now i'll look later christy thank you so much yeah i'm excited Fedors travel. Fedors travel. That beach looks wonderful, doesn't it? Look you figure that's beautiful. clear water, Florida, beautiful. or just clear water in Florida? Is there a clear water, Florida? Oh, there's got to be. I think there is near right. St. Pete's or something like that. I have no idea what where, what you're saying at all. Hmm. All right, well, Ooh, but look at that. I want to go there. Oh la la. St. Pete's Pier. St. Pete's. Isn't that weird? I said that, and then and that's that's how things are. I think it's St. Petersburg. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was wild. Okay. Letters? Not, not Russia's St. Petersburg. No. Completely different. Not to be confused with that. Yeah. But I bet you, I bet you that it, it, one is warm and one is cold. Mm-hmm. That's all I... That's pretty much what we know. Culturally, they're about the same though. Yep. Lots of Russians. No. I don't know. I okay. don't think so. Lots of New Yorkers. That's what I've heard. Okay. <sighs> are we ready? We are ready. We have a letter. Oh, a first time writer. Wow. I'm excited. Elizabeth is writing in, says, my first letter, big OTDM and AKA fan. Well, we are glad you're here, Elizabeth. Says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. I hope everyone is doing well. This is my first time writing in. I am a university student who will be graduating at the end of the semester. Congratulations. Congratulations. Boy, what a time to to be in life. I know, right? University. Not that I was ever there, but I mean. In a heartbeat, Elizabeth. The weekend at the college didn't turn out like I planned. <laughs> name the lyric or name the song the lyric is from. Mm-hmm. Mm. Write in. Tell me if you like the band. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe I you don't, don't. I don't even know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I live in Illinois and am pursuing a major in psychology with a minor in women and gender studies. Very cool. I've been listening to OTDM and Ask Katie Anything since early last year, and I greatly enjoy both of these podcasts. We are so glad. I'm finally writing in because I became curious about something that you mentioned in episode 35. I'm trying to catch up on the episodes that I've missed. Totally fine. They're there for you whenever you have the time. In this episode, there was a discussion about how some of the major sport leagues were handling the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. At some point, Sean mentioned that he played fantasy football. Mm -hmm. This is where I became curious. Sean, if you are comfortable sharing... Are you playing fantasy football this season? I am not. Oh, if so, who are you drafting? I am not. Do you play other fantasy sports? I am not. Did you did you do fantasy hockey? 
now I fantasize about hockey, like <laughs> playing it and, you know, uh, but no, I, so sadly. Elizabeth is an avid fantasy sports team manager. Oh, wow. I'm amazed. I have teams for every sport, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, WNBA, including seven fantasy football teams right now. Who was it? I don't That's think it heavy. Was, People get into it. I don't know if it was my friend Joanna, but my old friend Darian, who um, I she's one of my sorority sisters. I just don't keep in constant touch with her. I know that she's the manager of her husband's fantasy team, and she's a participant in four other teams. So you know, we had that league going for many years. Yeah, what happened to it? Mm, I think it just kind of slowly uh, fell apart. You know, um, but. It's a lot to keep up with. Honestly, I was really, I was watching too much sports and my real life was slipping away and I was sliding Slip, into fantasy. I didn't know how to manage it. And it was interesting. Slip, I feel so much more free now that I'm not checking like all this. It made it a lot more fun, by the way, to watch the sport because then you're really invested in what's well, then, going on. I remember rooting randomly for people on like the Bengals. I'd be like, oh, we can't just step off because he was your dude, you know? So I'm sure Elizabeth has a lot of fun watching. Yeah, it really makes it enjoyable. The the, the applications or whatever the um, the, the fantasy pro, yeah, apps like, and stuff yeah, like, like Yahoo that. Fantasy or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what you guys use. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. They're a lot better than they used to be, mm-hmm. and so it's enjoyable. But at the same time, I had to put a stop to it, and uh, and and uh, now I just watch from the sidelines. And yeah, yeah, we could do it again. Mm. Maybe Elizabeth could spark. A flame. I think if I do it, I'm going to go into hockey next time. Because I've done the football thing. and Well, you and already keep up with hockey in general anyway. So you might as well put that education to good use. I just copy notes from my, my nephew, Justin, because he's a good feeder system. Mm. Nephew, mm-hmm. Justin, and PJ, cousin PJ, mm-hmm. those two have a lot of knowledge uh, yep. around the sport. A lot more than I do. They're um, in constant chit-chat. Well, they read, or at least Justin does, mm-hmm. every single you know, article that comes out thing. and listen. Yeah. He's, he's big into it. So also they have a little baby. I'm sure he's like up feeding or doing whatever. Listen to a podcast. You know, and you're like I... rocking. You're like, hmm. yeah. 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 Listen to podcasts. Why not? You know, got to make use of your time somehow. Yep. Very cool. Okay. Keep us posted, Elizabeth. I want to hear all about this. That's all for me now. If you read this, thank you for taking the time to do so. Of course, thank you for writing in. Also, thank you for creating both of these podcasts. They make my commute to university rather enjoyable. Best Elizabeth. Well, thanks for writing in, Elizabeth. Wonderful. Yes, we look forward to more letters from you. How are you doing in your uh, in your teams? That's what I'm curious about. Right. Also, I, I won one season mm-hmm. and then had like four mediocre seasons and two where I was the sacco. Mm-hmm. And I did not like that at all because the taunting, I thought when the season was over. No, the taunting Oh, continues. it just began. Can you watch the show, The League? Well, everyone was, um, yeah, exactly. That's the sacco, right? Mm-hmm. In your last place. And- Unfortunately, it just the, the 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 texts and the memes they didn't slow down. They just as people grew hungrier for the season, mm-hmm. they they just were Taunted relentless. And then when the season was about to begin, oh, the pressure was on because you know they they'd send messages. How are you going to draft? What are you going to do? Do you know about this? Do you know about that? And I was like, oh, it's too much. It's I'm, too much. I'm over it. Yeah, move on. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's how I remember it. <laughs> Okay, we have another letter from Tom. Are you ready? Yes. This is entitled, at least from what I can read so far, Antiques Duluth Trading. Sean and all the viewers out there. Sorry, jumps right into it, and I'm I'm sorry, Tom. But I can't read the whole title, but 
antiques and Duluth trading Duluth. and then comma M dot, dot, dot. I thought I could read it when I hit it, but it started playing. So let's start over. Are we ready? We are. Okay. Hello, Katie and Sean and all the viewers out there. I got to say, Sean's right about antiques. We can't appreciate them till we're older. I can remember being a boy the day after Thanksgiving, my mom, grandma, grandpa, brother, and I went on quite the adventure. We drove all the way to North Carolina on back roads looking for antiques. Now, some antique dealerships have a bunch of junk, but there are some that have some really cool items. As for Duluth Trading, I think they're great. I highly recommend their armachillo underwear and also their flex ballroom khakis. You gotta love their sense of humor. The flex ballroom khakis reminds me of the family joke we have about the cheap hotel. It's like a tight pair of pants that has no ballroom. <laughs> now for surface mining. Before any company anywhere in this country starts the mining process, they gotta put money in bonds with the promise that they'll reclaim the land when they're finished mining. If they don't reclaim the land, they lose the money and they're fined substantially. And this law has been on the books since the 70s. Now, surface mining is controversial because the active mines look like the surface of the moon. Yeah. Think big piles of boulders. It's a beautiful sight for the company making money, but it's an eyesore to everyone else. And that's why the process is so controversial. Native grasses and shrubs and other trees are planted on the reclaimed lands. And they often attract wildlife like deer, bear, turkeys, Rocky Mountain elk, too. They've released some of those in eastern Kentucky and their herds expanded and even moved close to where I live in southwestern Virginia. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed the story and I'll be writing in soon. I can promise you. Have a good day. That's so funny, Tom, that you used to drive looking for antiques because my family loves not necessarily antiquing, although they love it, but they love a garage sale. My mom was raised by her father, who loves a garage sale. Whose father's father. His father's also. father, the father before him. <laughs> no, but my, I think we've shared a little bit, but my grandpa Russell, my mom's father. It's funny, we both had a grandpa Russell, which is kind of cute. Anyway, he was a collector of like fancy stuff, like nice antiques and things like that, but also loved, you know, cheap garage sale stuff. And when I had to get my first apartment in Seattle, when I was, wasn't at Pepperdine for that short period, we went to a garage sale, like a, the best is an estate sale. That's where the good stuff is. You heard it here first, but we would get like all the Pyrex matching bowls, which are now super fancy, I guess, and expensive. But at the time they were like $5 for a set. We get those, get like a good, a decent frying pan or a Dutch oven, a couple baking pan, you know, you get your basics for like $30. There Off you, you go. go. You're set up. It was fun. I uh, discovered antiquing through probably like a lot of people, American Picker. Oh, um, I love American oh, Pickers. Oh, yeah. It was great. Frank and uh, Jack? No. No, Frank and Mike. Mike. Mike and Frank. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that show. And you got to see drive along, see country roads. Yeah. And we drove through. <laughs> Sweet Virginia. We drove from here to Houston for the wedding. And there are a lot of places I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to take through. And we drove through where there's this big antique schmabob called Round Top. And people come out every year. I've heard of this. It's a big deal with food and drinks and antiques. Not necessarily that order either. I mean, whatever you, know. you want. Also, there's like a river close by. So a lot of people that go runs like, through it. They, they 
it totally runs through it and people like to go floating. And when things don't sell, they just chuck it in the river. Throw it. <laughs> so don't float the river yourself because you'll get harpooned oh, by something. Oh, is that an armor? Damn it. <laughs> A bed frame. Oh. <laughs> no, but um, Lauren and I were talking about going to Round Top at some point just right. to check it out because it's cool and there's live music and all sorts of things. But it's become such a big deal that it's like almost too bougie now. So I don't know if we'll be able to afford anything, but that doesn't mean we don't want to go. We'll still go. Has anybody heard of Round Top? If you've been to Round Top, you let me know. Also, I would love for you to write in to otdmpod at gmail.com. The funniest or most memorable thing that you purchased at like an antique shop or an estate sale or garage sale, et cetera. Or et cetera. Mm-hmm. has your family handed something down yeah. you know, through, through the generations? Like uh, here's a spoon know or something that you really well, my mom when they drove out brought a lot of silverware which i believe we talked about but um we're gonna so, melt that down <laughs> no we just we we're like i don't know how to deal with this yet and do we do we don't know if we want to sell it so we've kept it for now i know what we should do you're the one that said keep it. it didn't go for that much So, you know, sorry, Sean. Uh, This is pewter. This is what my family left me and it's worth about $150. (laughs) No. It's the thought that counts. Mm -hmm. And if you like soup, because we have a lot of spoons of varying sizes. Anybody want to come over and have soup? I do love soup. Sean's been wanting to make split pea. We'll have to get a ham hock. Anyways. um, Now I forgot what I was going to say. Gosh, darn it. One other point uh, that Tom made. I know what it was. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No. Well, I'm just fascinated about the strip mining stuff, I think, or not strip yeah. mining, but the, uh, the fracking industry. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that it's the law that you have to replant or do that. Yeah, and bring the animals on, like essentially bring it back to what it was before you dug into it. Yeah. I wonder how long it takes for that to, to go back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Probably pretty quickly for nature to reclaim it. Yeah. But hopefully there's no residue or, you know, and hopefully that these companies are adhering to the laws. And I know that typically companies do, but we also hear of like, I don't know, uh, class action lawsuits where mm-hmm. a, a company has been well, caught don't do poisoning, stuff, right? a, you know, an area. Like what's the commercial that's on right now? The, oh, the Camp Lejeune. My goodness. That sounds like a big scandal. I've been even been getting spam emails about it. And that's I'm like, the U.S. government mm-hmm. who's, you know. They did it. Yeah. Well, the, the military. It's like that meme where all the Spider-Men are pointing at each other. Right. Um, but what I was going to say about antiques last thing is I remember my great grandma when she passed away, she had a bunch. She was also like a collector of things. Not as intensely as my mom's dad, but because she lived through the Great Depression, she would like keep a bunch of things. And I remember finding stuff from occupied Japan. That's what it said on the bottom. My mom was like, that is very collectible. And so I kept some of them. And then obviously when I was like 17, I was like, I sold it in our garage sale. That's why you never know what you're going to get. Who knew? And I'm I just looking for vintage pinball machines. and. Where are we going to put those? We're going to get rid of the uh, spoon collection and we'll put them right there. <laughs> it's in the suitcase and that's all the space it takes. It's up a it. small pinball machine. I don't mm. know. Okay. okay. All right. Soon you'll have your man cave area 
and then you can pinball like you pinballed no more. We could put one in the garage and in wintertime you can play in there. We had a weird power spike and all our power went out. So we're back and better than ever. And no one was electrocuted. I didn't see any puffs of smoke. Everything uh, seemed to be okay. Luckily the camera was on the battery. Yeah, but everything else went and, out. And yeah, so we had, we had to, to check the audio, make sure that we were here and we were here. We lost some stuff, so. But we're back and we're better than ever. Okay. We're going to, we have another first time writer. Okay. We have another letter. This is entitled Intro Acquaintances with Puppies. I want to have those people in my life and some stories. This is from Mimi. Oh, hello, Mimi. Hi, Mimi. It says, hello, Sean, Katie, Roxy, and the OTDM community. I am so excited to be writing in for the first of hopefully many times. I know there are some regulars and I'd love to become one. Yay. We'd love for you to become one too. So thank you so much for all your podcasts and all the content you put out. It's helped me through a lot. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm from New York. I'm 23. I come from an Orthodox Jewish family, although I myself am figuring out if that's the path that I want to take going forward. That's fair. We should be able to question things, think about things, make decisions that are best for us. Okay. <clears throat> Starting with the most important. We get all our equipment uh, from Orthodox Jews, by the way. We get them from B&H. We do. And they're yeah. incredibly wonderful people. It is one of the best companies I've ever worked with. Their customer service is- Second to none. Mm-hmm. But I always talk to, is it Avi? Yeah. I think it's Avi. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I spent about an hour on the phone with him just over a mix-up with equipment. And he's like, it was great to talk to him, but yeah. I love that shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Starting with puppies. I grew up terrified of all dogs and basically all animals. However, my friend has a puppy and I decided to get over my irrational fear. The first time I was so scared to be near her and she can smell my fear, which just made it more rowdy. Oh, made her more rowdy. But the next time I was calmer. And now that I've been with her a few times, I am totally not afraid. Look at that exposure therapy being put to good use. Amazing. Okay. In fact, I let her lick me and she even went up my nostrils, which was gross. It is. And they do it all the time. Roxy wants to lick in my ear a lot. She'll sniff my face over to my hair, back to my ear. And then and I'm always like, it's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing to you. I understand where she's coming from. Sniff, sniff, sniff. I miss her now when I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, I totally understand why people have pets and maybe one day I'll get one myself. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of work, but they're totally worth it. What's that uh, feel good chemical you get from the puppy tocin? Yeah, it's called puppy tocin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've been going back to old OTD and podcasts and have lots of stories that I can share, but for now I'll just say goodbye and hopefully write in again soon. I hope so. Thank you again for all that you do. Thanks for being so cool. And thanks for doing it as a couple. I like to be exposed to couples having conversations because I didn't have a great example growing up. Oh, of course. I'm glad that we can be that good example because I don't, I never know how we're doing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I am never getting married after listening to that podcast. They are crazy all over the place. Yuck, 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 yuck. Talking over each other, blah, 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 blah. We have a good time though. We really do. Okay. Thank you for all the people who, oh, thank you to all the people who send in emails. It's all entertaining. All the best, Mimi. Thanks, Mimi. It's so nice to meet you. Thanks for writing in. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. If you hear anything in the background, that's just uh, Roxy chewing away on a It's so that she doesn't whine at us and try to jump on our laps. Katie took this thing called a yak stick and went into the other room and put it on the floor. And she went 
and she was chewing in there, which is great. But I just and caught her with a corner of my eye. She she ran in here with her tail wagging and and her she wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. She just likes to be close by. They are pack animals. We're going to have to concede, mm-hmm. you know, a little turf to her. Yep. You're gonna hear a little clickety clack, chompity chomp. It's okay. Maybe we won't. You never know. The microphones are so good. Thanks to B and H. Okay. This is from our amazing Toronto contributor, Aaron. No other than Aaron, and it is entitled Super Mom. Oh, fun story oh. about uh, B&H, just uh, before we go any further. Mm-hmm. They had uh, organized that event that yes, we went where to. we got these. Where we learned how to podcast. They gave us microphones. It which, was amazing, you guys. I mean, it was them in partnership with, with Electra Voice um, mm-hmm. and YouTube. And you got to choose. You got to, First of all, they, they were wonderful people. They work at, at B&H. Mm-hmm. They told us, you know, here, here's the basic framework, you know, mm-hmm. how you get yourself set up. We hope that as you grow your podcast, that you'll continue to purchase equipment from have. us. We have. Totally. Last year, you know, new camera, new light uh, or lights. Um, and But the microphones mm-hmm. from Electro Voice, I hope you enjoy our voices through them. They're- well, it was interesting to note how your voice sound on a different microphone because his, I don't like the way my voice sounds on a little tinny. Right. But it's nice because your voice is a deeper, more, uh, you know, it's a, it's a manly voice and mine's different. So even though it's a low lady voice, it's still different. Low lady voice. A low, low. Um, but anyway, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was really cool. And I wanted to say, because we had Alicia write in last week, I believe, about, uh, I want to call it extreme running, but ultimate running, right? Yeah. Ultra and running? Ultra running. I think so. A little ultra, ultra running. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alicia, I was at a stoplight just the other day, like two days ago. And the person in front of me had bumper stickers of three ultra runs that they've been on. I've had the ultra runs. They weren't a hundred miles. They were 50. And I was like, what? And it had like the names. And I meant, I tried to lock it into memory, but I'm a little burnt out at this moment. So things aren't sticking where they used to stick because they're already stuck with things. You know, it's like my mind's full of post-it notes and there's no free space. This post-it note won't stick anymore. It's just, it's been restuck and unstuck so many times. Anyway, I thought that was so fortuitous that I would see that after we had just talked to our ultra runner. Right. Anyway, it's cool. Okay. Back into our amazing Toronto contributors letter. It's entitled super mom accidental injuries. Ooh, and silent but deadly farts. <laughs> I, hey. I am excited for all of this. I am not excited for the fart story. Says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. I am here listening to episode 127, where you're talking about being at the airport, and Sean is amazed by the strength of mothers. Katie asked if anyone had any stories, and I had one pop into my head right away. Right away. Theme music. Dun, 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 dun. Super mom to the rescue. When I was in Brownies, Girl Scouts, ages seven to nine, at camp in the summer, mom was a leader. At the time, leaders and Brownies slept in the same room. I'm not sure that that's allowed now, but I'm not sure. Um, Oh, and that's not the point of the story. Anyways, so back to what I was saying. It was between 1990, 1992-ish. We were in bunk beds and mom was on the bottom bunk and I was on the top. There was a board stuck in a slot, keeping the kids in the top bunk safe. Oh, yeah, like that. Um, I don't know. like The a, anti-roll? Which I had to have put on my bed as a kid because I had, went through this phase of rolling out of the bed. Oh, really? Did I tell you guys about no. this? No. I'm going to get a new Katie story. So 
between the ages of, I would say, my mom will correct me, but six to nine-ish, I, I don't know what it was. I was a very active sleeper and I would roll out of the bed all the time. And it got to the point where I would be like rolled into my sheets and then I'd wake up scared like, where am I? Ah! And I'd be like in between my mattress and the wall or on the floor. Chaos. So for a while, my mom and dad tried a bunch of different ways to get me to stay in the bed. So they moved my bed up against the wall completely. No more area to get out. They put a thing that went under my mattress and it was like, like what Aaron's talking about, that little border. It was almost like a mini fence okay, to keep me in the bed. But then I got tangled up in that. Uh, anyway, I don't remember what ended up happening or if I just stopped. Did they try Velcro? They did strap me down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Roll me up like a burrito and throw yeah. me in bed. I don't know. But yeah, it was like a enough that I remember that I went through this phase. Hmm. And I don't know what stopped it. I'll ask, I'll talk to my mom and then I'll report back. Okay. But yeah, I went through this phase of falling out of my bed. I remember I used to move so much in bed that one time I woke up facing the other direction and was like, where am I? And I was totally panicked and I cried and screamed and my mom came in and I was like, ah, I'm at home. <laughs> Me and my canopy bed. One time my grandmother was staying at our house mm -hmm. and uh, our dog had jumped up on the bed with her in the middle of the night Oh, and she was pinned because it, was, oh, it yeah. was the wall, my grandmother, then the dog stretched out. And the dog was, you know, a hundred and something pounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so- Pinned under the covers help, like- Help, Yeah, she was like trapped by the weight of the dog, you know? That's funny. Yeah. I mean, scary, but not really. But. Yeah. I don't think she was scared of the dog. She was more just- You're Like, I need to get trapped. out. Somebody <laughs> come help me. I don't think this thing is moving. Yeah. Someone give it a treat or something. Yeah, funny. Okay. Sorry, Erin, back to your story. So remember- her mom's on the bottom bunk. She's on top bunk. She okay. has that protector, which made me think of all the times I used to fall out of my bed. Okay. So um, there was a board stuck in a slot, keeping the kids on the top bunk safe from falling over the side with nothing holding the board in place. Oh. So it was almost like a board straight up, mm. but with nothing really holding it. Like, well, better than nothing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Hope that makes sense. Correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, but that's what I envision. So one night in the middle of the night, everyone's asleep, including mom and me, when all of a sudden mom pops up out of bed and just catches me as I'm falling off of the top bunk and I'm still sound asleep. Bet you her mom was even asleep and she just spidey sensed it. Yeah. Kids rolling. Ah, kapow. Super mom to the rescue. Bum, ba, da, ba. Wow. That's crazy. She was also sound asleep when the next thing she knew she was catching me. I apparently didn't completely oh. fall. So she was asleep. I apparently didn't completely fall. But if she didn't stop me, I would have hit the hard floor, possibly head first. I have no memory of what happened. My mom told me the next day. Oh, because she just pushed her back in. She's sound asleep. She like probably just rolled back over. Apparently, mom catches me, gets back into bed, fixes the board. Oh, because the board had fallen. And goes right back to sleep. The next day, they did something to the boards to keep them in place so it didn't happen again. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Super mom, for sure. You were also talking about accidental injuries. And I recently ha um, had a scene stars accidental injury. So my mom's phone rang and she left it in her room and I ran to get it. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. And smashed my foot 
toes against the corner of the wall. Mm. I, I saw stars, but got the phone, and I was so mad to find out that it was suspected spam. Ah, oh, broken toes I brought you by suspected potential spam. spams. Yeah. What my phone says, and I it will piss me off every time. Yeah, because I'll go running in. Or like I busted a toe for this shit. Or sometimes you're like you're peeing and you're just like thinking about your day and you're like shit my phone and you're like hurry and you and you get up and then you're like fucking potential spam. I just don't hurry for anyone. I just let her ring. I just let her ring now. Just leave a message. Maybe I'll call. Name that song. Anyone out there? Anyone? Anyone? Uh I'm just gonna throw lyrics throughout the. I've heard that one before. That one I recognize. The other one I was like that one. Just leave a message and maybe Maybe I'll call. call. But, But I don't know who it is. Okay. Everybody say, oh, yeah. I was not impressed. No. Me with your singing, yes. But Aaron with the toe spam and the spam call, not impressed. The only reason I ran to get it is that mom's PSW call to say where they are coming. Oh, her social workers, I think. PSW. I don't know what that would stand for. But her care, I think it's a caregiver, but mom's PSWs call to say when they're coming. Okay. But most of the time they don't leave a message or there's no number. And it could mean that we don't get the help we need because I didn't answer. Ah, okay, okay. Very frustrating. That would be very frustrating. Anyway, they can't do anything with the toes. So they just tape three toes to the pinky toe on the on, um, pinky toe side of my left foot together. And there's a big bruise up the side of my baby toe. Mm. That poor baby toe. Our baby toes get into more trouble. Shoes are trouble for them. No, they run all the way, way home. So. They do because they're just little babies. It took a good two weeks to fully heal and that was painful. Okay. I have to admit something. So I wore honestly very comfortable shoes to the wedding. But because we stood in that church on that hard tile or marble or whatever it was like frozen for a half hour my dogs were barking and because we had to go take pictures and do all these things I didn't get a chance to take them off until really after the reception because I had to get my bag you know it was just you want to look nice blah 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 but because those shoes have like a knot so the fabric at the top kind of ties into a knot at the top it pushed into the top of my foot and I think it bruised There's no indication of a bruise by like my skin turning purple or anything, but my toe next to my big toe was like numb for a day on both feet. I think because it pushed into that tendon or that nerve or whatever and like cut it off. The, um, the lengths that women will go to, to, um, look lovely, look lovely. Mm-hmm. is bizarre to me, especially when it comes to footwear. I do love a high heel. Though. I know, but I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it just looks painful. You came out and you're like, what do you think about this one? I, I thought, my goodness, I would be crying after 30 minutes. That's what I thought. But I was like, it, it's nice. And you're like, what about this one? I said, that, that's nice too. And I'll, in my head, I was like, it's like a medieval torture device. You know, there's the Iron Maiden and then the shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, these are two things that were probably. Well, platforms are back in, which actually make them less. Can you imagine? It's like, uh, I don't know, uh, 16 25 and you're in London, you know, and and they're like, and you've been sentenced to wear the high heel. (laughs) And all the men cry. And the women are like, I've been wearing these forever. Right. (laughs) The man has to walk around town wearing like a 12 inch, you know, stilettos. And he's like, my 12 bunions are killing, you know, did you know what a bunion is? I just found it out. 
because I'm going through foot issues. I don't have foot. a bunion, by the way. Yeah. But it's a continually uh, a, a dislocation of the joint. So really? just, yeah, you continue to dislocate it. And, and as that happens, as the joint falters, mm -hmm. it builds up uh, further oh, callus. Yeah. But it's the, the, Interesting. the joint continues to dislocate because it's failing. Oh, but it happens to younger people sometimes too, but maybe like ballerinas and stuff. Yeah, Paul Bunyan. Imagine the odds. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a oh giant, but you know, his feet were sore. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Aaron, last story. She says, the last story, I don't think I've told you about this one, but if I have, I'm sorry. Hey, we do the same. I only have so many stories. I've only lived so many tales to tell. When you were talking about Roxy farting, it made a, <laughs> remind me of a funny memory of my late mystic, my dog. Um, I had, I, oh, I had a shaped couch. Oh, I had a shaped couch and I would sometimes lay, gotcha, an L-shaped couch. It looked like an I, but it's L. Sorry, Aaron. I would sometimes lay with my head in the corner, makes sense, watching, you know, TV. And mystic would lay in front of me. And one day he did, oh no. He did a silent but deadly fart. And I sit up coughing, <laughs> waving my hand in front of me. He gets up and looks around like, who did that? And then jumps off the couch and looks at me again like, how dare you? And runs over to the balcony door, which is open and has a, has a screen letting in the fresh air and stands near it. <laughs> blamed you. Your dog blamed you. I was like, oh. how dare you? This smells so bad. I'm going to go get some fresh air. Meanwhile, you're left like gagging in the corner of your couch. All you want to do is watch some TV. <laughs> Roxy will fart and then look at her butt like, what'd you do? What is this? It happened. I'm barking to... from both ends mm -hmm. here. Oh my God. I was laughing so hard. Boy, do I miss him. I'm sure. Hugs. Aaron, the awesome Toronto contributor. And there are adorable pictures of oh, mystical yeah. What kind of dog is that again? Um, it's a spaniel of sorts, isn't it? I, don't know. I forget, Aaron, what Mystic was. I'm not very good with dog types. I think it's called King Charles? Adorable Dog. It, a... it could be. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't say in this letter, and I can't remember. And I'm sorry. They're cute, awfully cute. So so cute. I we do need to do the genetic test for Roxy because I don't know what she is, and everybody in our neighborhood now has ideas of what she is. She escaped, so she's turning oh. into quite the magician. Last mm -hmm. night I was taking her for a walk and. Mm -hmm. Um, I ran into uh, our neighbor and I said, hello. And she said, hello. And she had her dog and Roxy was very excited. Now she's been going to uh, training to socialize with other dogs and she is getting better. But at the same time, she, she sometimes requires some redirection. So her trainer was like, Hey, when that happens, when she starts to freak out, you have to bop her on the butt and say, stop. Right. And then give her something to do, give her a direction and then she'll be fine. Uh, well, I didn't do that. I just, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa there girl, you know? <laughs> and, um, and she, she bucked and twisted and then she was out of her collar. She's a magician. And she was so surprised that she ran kind of backwards and sideways, hunkered down like, ah, and ran to the street. And I was like, oh no, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so then I, I corralled her and I got her collar back on. It was at night. There weren't any cars around, but I was just like, man, can't have this happen. You know? Yeah. Dangerous. And then she does it again today. The same thing. I was so, surprised you took her out with the collar since she had been magicianing you earlier. Yeah. I, well, I tightened it and mm. she was still able to slip it. So. Oh yeah. You had tightened it. That's yeah. crazy. I think she is like a contortionist. So back, so I make her wear the harness and I clasp it to the front because I, then she doesn't pull so much because we're trying to get better with her. Anyway, one time she wanted, this is like, 
many moons ago, she decided to drop her front legs and like shimmy her body out of her harness because she wanted to chase a squirrel or a lizard, something. But she didn't run anywhere. She just wanted to chase them in this bush that was like legitimately right next to me. And then it was funny because there were like gardeners across the street because we're in suburbia kind of. And I was like freaking out. I had to sit my coffee down and like get her, but like apparent, like essentially like bear hug her to like get her harness back on her. Right. But all she wanted to do was like chase this lizard. And I'm sure it looked ridiculous, but I was just afraid she was going to run away. And she had no interest in running away. She was just like, I can't have this restricting my movement right now. I have, I'm a murder machine. (laughs) Today she parkoured in the park. Um, She saw a crow. She didn't get hit. Yeah. So scary. Well, anyways, but uh, you know, she's, she's learning. We're learning. It's getting a lot better, but I'm not sure about the collar, why she can get out of it. And I feel bad because it does feel snug. And if anyone out there knows about like how snug a dog's collar should be. Yeah. Cause we can get our fingers under it barely, Yeah, but I don't want to make it any tighter. Cause I feel like that's not good. Right. Well, I don't know. Christoph, do you have any insight? Right. And also she flexes. And so when she flexes, it looks like it gets too tight on her neck. Yeah. I don't, I don't what, like that. What kind of. We need your advice. Hmm. Tell us how do we help Roxy not be a magician or a contortionist, but also not be restrained too intensely by her might have just her have life to be a saving better, device a better harness maybe i don't know yeah a newer one mm-hmm. an advanced one so that she can't houdini out of this motherfucker yeah you know i mentioned this on instagram today i'm totally changing gears but this just popped in my head and i, I mentioned it on insta stories but it's so funny that i have to share it here and if you're offended i apologize that's not my goal but we have some older gentlemen that are working on our deck and they're probably in what their 50s 60s yeah somewhere around there they're both fully um, I mean, gray, gray haired. Not that that says anything. You can go gray at any time, but needless to say, they're working on the deck and they're doing a great job. It's fine. It's all dandy kind of Sean, you know, is dealing with it. So I just like rose colored glasses. La 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 la. I don't want to think about it. Anyway, one of the guys fell down. I'm pretty sure out there. Sean said he thought he heard him hit like a sack of bricks. Well, in his defense, uh, I think what happened because our trees drop acorns. And there's oh. a lot of acorns. And I think it was like a, mar- you know, in a cartoon where someone steps yeah, on marbles. marbles. And I think he biffed it and it, it sounded like he went down really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and looked and I checked with the other guy and he was like, it's all good, you know, kind of. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, well, you know, if they need help or whatnot, he'll let me know, you know, because yeah. I had talked to him when well, they then they drove up. away and I was like, maybe they went to urgent care. That's what I thought. I was like, Ooh. But I guess they went to Home Depot. So anyway, they've been working on the deck and. <laughs> I don't know if he did this before. That's why like, I don't want to laugh at him because it could be because he hurt himself. But apparently he's okay. And we have urgent cares all over around here. So he could have gone. Um, but anyway, every time <laughs> he lifts anything or goes up and down the stairs. So essentially he's walking like upstairs and downstairs to get to their truck where they're unloading and grabbing equipment. Every time he goes to grab something, he goes, oh, like audibly. Right. Like it's so loud. I hear it in the house. Yeah. He didn't do that. He didn't do like that before. <laughs> um, Cause he didn't do that this morning. And I've, I've been outside when he's working and I'm working on something and he doesn't, uh, he didn't this do is like new, that. I think he may have jammed himself up good, but you know, you're at work and whatnot and you're like, I'll, I'll attend to it. Well, when now I, get I feel home. bad, but I, it made me laugh because I was out being the eradicator. Well, it sounds like he's uh, in an opera. It's kind of like, yeah, it's almost like, you know, Serena Williams, when she hits a serve, she's like, Hey, <gasps> But his is more like, oh, 
don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, it's interesting. I hope he's okay. But it's I, just, I think he was okay. But, but I've been hearing it for hours in the house, out of the house. And it's just, it's a funny sound yeah. to come from a man, you know, building a thing out of metal and wood out there. It sounds like an opera is about to start. Oh, oh. He had the voice of an angel. And that's when he knew that he could be an opera singer. <laughs> Maybe he'll pivot his career. Sometimes that happens when people have accidents. All of a sudden something, you know. You never know, right? Like all of a sudden you speak French or something. Like you, you didn't speak that <gasps> language there- before. Didn't we, maybe we talked about this earlier, but isn't there a thing like a, a disease where you speak, a, you have a different accent. That's not your accent. Yeah. Do you remember and there's this? all sorts of weird things like that. The brain is, is wonderful, but I believe if you have a good enough accident, you'll, uh, you'll start uh, speaking a different uh, accent. Thanks to, I guess, TBI, traumatic brain injury. And, and then you just kick into like maybe a, a favorite character from TV or yeah. you're really like Sherlock Holmes and all of a sudden you are Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Oh, um, Oh, I was going to say something, but it just flew out of my head. Again, post-it notes, nothing sticking. I think that's it for today. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I Tom, think- I see we have, I think, two more recordings from you. We'll get to those. I've just been trying to space them out so everybody gets a voice, everybody has time. Um, send in your letters. We'll be caught up here in just a little bit, so feel free to send them in. And yeah. What else, Sean? Oh, hello. froze. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Um, yeah, everything's great. And I'm looking forward to this weekend with you, Katie, because mm-hmm. I think we'll have some free time. Finally. Yep. And we're going to have a heat wave, which is going to be wonderful. Someone the other day said, you know, you, you shouldn't complain about the, the the nice weather that you're having, even though it's a heat wave, because it's uh, it's getting chilly in other parts of the country, you know, and I thought it's true. You know, but that, we can still complain. They complain, nah, we complain. No. They I'm, chose to live there. We chose to live here. But I'm looking forward to being outside in it's the nice. warm weather in fall. It's beautiful. Even if it's uh, a heat wave. Well, we just have a heat wave this week. But it's a luxury to be able to go out into the warmth. Oh, and when, night. I love warm nights. That's mm, my favorite is a summer night. And since we've switched mosquito eradication companies, we went back to the, the chemical people because the organic I don't know what the organic. It's people, like they were feeding them and they were getting stronger. They were getting stronger. You guys stronger. legitimately. So Roxy has been, if you don't know, our studio build is on the top of our garage and it has a staircase that goes up and she has figured out that she can go up there, which we don't want because it's not ready for her. Like it's still under construction. Yes, it has a floor. Yes, it has walls, but like, I don't know if there's nails, you know, we have, it's just not ready. There's also like spray insulation that's like dried and sitting there and I don't want her in anything. Anyway. Well, I went outside the other day. Not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. it was the strangest thing because I couldn't find her in the yard. I'm like, Roxy, Roxy, you know, I'm looking for her. And then she popped out of the structure at the top and was like, yeah. And she had a straw in her mouth. Like she was investigating and was like chewing something. I'm like, oh, I no. Know. I was like, come down here. And so she came down, you know, and we had a talking to her. I was like, you can't go up there, you know. Like, she doesn't dangerous. understand she English. Doesn't. So she kept going back up. No. So I had to put a board up. To- so I was helping Sean move one of the boards from construction, like a particle what would you call that yeah particle board particle board anyway like a big chunk of it and in the time it took you guys for me to grab the board with sean and walk it hmm, 20 yards i got bit twice the mosquitoes were everywhere and then i started looking and they were everywhere and i was like holy fucking shit we have to call the mosquito people back because whatever we tried to do is not working and sean you get bit worse than i do and sean was getting bit like every day just by like trying to like put the garbage out. So it was time. I apologize if anybody's offended by that. But offended mos- by what? By us wanting to murder all the mosquitoes. Who would be offended? Mosquitoes? And use the chemicals. I don't know. Oh, I don't care about it. Hey, Kill listen. Them. Kill the skeeters. All I the don't skeeters. think they serve any purpose. 
I don't know. Maybe the environment will fall apart if we got rid of the mosquitoes, but I'm willing to take that chance. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, no, we shouldn't get rid of the spotted owl. That's not a good idea. You shouldn't get rid of alligators. Or lizards or even, you know, kitty cats. Mosquitoes? Or beetles or, you know. No, we only have uh, two beetles left. Is Ringo left? Yeah. Yeah, Ringo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. But, you know, anyway, we had so many mosquitoes. I was like, oh. So now it's back under control. Although I still take precautions like i said thanks raymond for the picaridin oh if anyone uh, we've probably talked about before but picaridin is amazing this is a, a good thing it's to put on, on amazon if, if you don't want to use deet mm-hmm. well and we've used the deep woods like the green off spray and it works as well but it only lasts for a little bit of time and, and i've so- had both of them in my mouth and the deet stings <laughs> and lasts longer um, we really gotta we've got to work on that well it just happens i don't know all of a sudden your lips are spicy you're like what is that? Oh, it's picker. It's because you rub it on your face. Yeah. What else do you do? How do you protect yourself from getting bit in the face? I mean, I put it on the edges. I don't put it near my mouth at all. Oh, you got to get it right under your eyes or under right your nose. Right into your, not just straight well, up. Well, that's where they go for it. They go for the. No, they don't. I've never been bit on my face by a mosquito. Okay. Well. Sean apparently has. Oh, all the time. Oh my goodness. All the time. Your head definitely, but you don't have any hairs. I have my hairs to protect me. Right, right. But I do spray stuff in my hair when I'm out, like, doing my eradicating. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. That's enough jibba-jabba. We love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Like I said, send in your letters. We only have a few left. And Tom, like I said, we have a couple recordings from you. We'll get to those next week. Get outside. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah. And tell us about it. Send in photos. Tell us the funny stories. What's happening with your eradicating? What are you eradicating this week? Okay, we love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.